This is SG2 Perspectives, a conversation with SG2 experts and industry thought leaders about the biggest trends in healthcare and what we expect that's going to mean for the future of healthcare delivery. I do want to applaud the leaders of Common Spirit Health, the leaders of CHI Memorial. Our CEO is the reason why we have the first students. Everybody's passionate about health disparities. As we saw in 2020, what happened with George Floyd and how we could do our part in making changes in the people of color communities when it comes to their health care. Welcome to SG2 Perspectives. I'm your host, Trevor Duran. Our episode this week is going to go deeper into a topic that we've already discussed several times. This is a top priority for health systems, and that's how health systems are making good on their renewed commitment to health equity. I asked Nicole Brown from CHI Memorial in Chattanooga to join us to talk about one element of their health equity work, and that's a big partnership between parent company, Common Spirit Health, and Morehouse School of Medicine. And it's 10 years, $100 million big. The goal of the partnership is very deliberate effort to bring more physicians of color to the communities of color that Common Spirit serves across the country. And CHI Memorial is the first hospital to welcome Morehouse School of Medicine students. That's pretty awesome. And in Nicole's role, she's the tip of the spear working on this partnership. So I wanted to hear directly from her. The partnership started in 2020. Rather than talk aspirationally about something brand new that's been inked, they have some learnings here to share and some experience already. Nicole, thank you so much for joining. And first, why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself and on CHI Memorial? Thanks, Trevor, for this invitation. I am a native of Chattanooga, Tennessee, born here at CHI Memorial many, many moons ago. But I am a first-generation college graduate. I had the opportunity right after graduation to do 15 years in media, and I did 25 years in higher education, and then landed at CHI Memorial. So I'm 15 months into healthcare. People are asking me all the time, how did you land in healthcare? But it's a personal journey that you and I could discuss in a few minutes if you're interested in hearing that journey. CHI Memorial was founded by the sisters in the 1950s, and they were the first hospital to desegregate in the 60s. When you think about the leadership of CHI Memorial, it's been very impressive. We are the hospital that's in the middle of a neighborhood. As I look out of the office window, I see houses. I see neighbors. I see them working in their yards. I see the community. I see our patients. And the community has so much love for us. We have three hospitals in our area. I'm here at the Glenwood campus, but then we also have a hospital in Hickson and then one in Ringo, Georgia. And we are planning to extend our Georgia hospital by the year 2024. It's a very exciting time, not just to be in healthcare, but to be here at CHI Memorial. You said if I want to hear more about your personal journey into healthcare, please share it. So many folks in healthcare have a personal connection or trying to make a positive impact. Yeah. So in 2019, my father, and I'm a dad's girl, suffered a stroke and I became a caretaker along with my mom and my sister, but I had the responsibility at the end of the day and didn't like what I was experiencing, how he was treated, African-American male, poor resident, uh, high school education. And with his type of uh, condition after his stroke, no one understood, tried to understand, tried to help. So I was just determined that I will go to help healthcare once I'm eligible my 25 years in higher education. My dad passed and I still wanted to have that particular passion to go and help. But unbeknownst to me, this position was here at CHI Memorial and a board member says you should be in this search. 
So I argued with God. We went back and forth. And you know you shouldn't do that, especially if you're going into a faith-based organization. But I did my part of arguing and said I didn't think it was going to be this soon. But the board member submitted my resume. I got a phone call. I was working with students. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And then I said, well, tell me more. And then fast track a lot of interviews with a lot of teams. And then here I am, Manager of Community Benefits and Diversity at CHI Memorial. We got you. You're in. This partnership is really exciting. And like many of the learnings in our collective social determinants of health journey that's accelerated in the last few years, the idea that people want a doctor who they can relate to, and in many ways, that means a doctor that looks like them, just kind of makes intuitive sense. If you're the first hospital to participate in this program, tell me why it's such a pressing need in Chattanooga and in the other markets you serve. One of our beloved residents who lives literally across the street from our main entrance called me because we've been knowing each other for years. And she says, Nicole, I'm dealing with X, Y, Z in my health. And I want you to find me someone that looks like me. I was going, oh my, well, I totally understand where you're coming from because I too want to go to a physician that looks like me. There are certain things that are somewhat different when it comes to uh, clinical care and the knowledge base behind that will probably sit more with someone that looks like you. One of my physicians looks like me. And then I found another one that looks like me, which is very rare in our community and across the country. With this particular partnership, we're going to change a lot of trajectory when it comes to healthcare, addressing health disparities, health equity. And these medical students, these physician assistants will be able to impact communities all over the country when it comes to healthcare providers. And I'm totally inspired by this whole Common Alliance partnership with Common Spirit and Morehouse School of Medicine. This is one of a kind, $100 million for the next 10 years. And what these students are learning, I get a chance to hear, what is it, surgers? There's something about surgeries, and I don't know my clinical terms just yet, but they were just talking about their experience working with our preceptors and being more confident in learning a procedure on how to help patients and being confident on how to do it a different way as they move forward and they go off in their careers. And I was like, that happened here at CHI Memorial in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I don't think they understand their impact in the next 15, 20 years from this partnership. And I get emotional just thinking about it. Maybe I'll try and make you more emotional because I want to hear how the program's going. You've had a few cohorts of students now start. Are you getting feedback from students and preceptors and other providers? With any program, you want to do your surveys from our preceptors, which are the physicians that work directly with the Morehouse School of Medicine students, but also you want to hear from the students about their experience. And so the scores are out of this world. Everybody's on the same page of loving the experience. And I think one thing that Chattanooga has to offer in this partnership, since we are the first hospital, CHI Memorial, to get the Morehouse School of Medicine students, you can't compete with our city. It's a scenic city for a reason. We have the mountains. We have good food. We have great hospitals such as CHI Memorial. It fits everything that they would need. And I don't understand. Maybe it's this generation. They love the outdoors. We offer everything that they want in one city, like literally where they're staying. There's a 15 minute drive, but they're close to our walkway that goes throughout the whole city. They can just walk out their door and take the path and go work out, go run. We talked about hiking opportunities. We have waterfalls near here. It's everything that you would need. So you go to work, you learn and you go out and you play. That sounds great. That's fun. 
How does this effort support or complement other health equity and workforce redesign initiatives that are inevitably taking place across CHI Memorial and Common Spirit? So I do want to applaud the leaders of Common Spirit Health, the leaders of CHI Memorial. Our CEO is the reason why we have the first student. Everybody's passionate about health disparities. As we saw in 2020, what happened with George Floyd and how we could do our part in making changes in the people of color communities when it comes to their health care. Yes, we know that there is a big difference in hypertension. There's a super big difference in diabetic diagnosis. And there are a whole range of things. If we could just do one piece of this, which is training physicians of color to go into hospitals all over this country, how many lives will we be able to save? How many children will have parents at home because of this partnership of building healthier communities? When you think about the next few years past this moment, you're going to see more healthier people and more people informed. I had a conversation with a local Latino professional organization and just sharing with them about this partnership. And we had a Latino student from Morehouse School of Medicine be a participant. The response was so emotional just to know that they will have someone to hear them that understands their population and what comes along with their health care. I did not disrespect that moment and record it, but I wish I had so that people could understand how passionate we are about this partnership, but also the need that is there in communities, not just here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but all over our country. There is a need to address health disparities, to address health equity. They are your neighbors. They are your church members. They're your friends, and we're trying to do our part. Thanks for sharing some feedback from a student. Do you have any other stories from students? Are there students from Chattanooga who chose to participate in this program specifically because of this opportunity? What's been the experience as a student here? I'll tell you a recent story of the first female student that completed her rotation just last week. I was thrilled to see her walk into our building because we had a lot of the gentlemen arrive. The female student arrived and I got a chance to introduce her to a Morehouse School of Medicine alum who is Dr. Williams. She's our breast oncologist. And just to see them in just a few minutes connect, they looked like each other. The student was like, someone I can understand and relate to me. And then the student was just sharing about previous experience and learning experiences in Atlanta, Georgia. Kind of found out that our physician, our breast oncologist and the student were trained under the same physician in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was just interesting to hear that dialogue. But then this particular female student, she would just explain about how much she has learned and it has increased her passion, not just to work in healthcare, not just to work in a hospital. She wants to go to a rural hospital and share her skill sets. And she was very passionate. She wants to do some other things in the community. She's very community driven. But she was just talking about the patients and also just working with our doctors and how they were mentoring her. There is no wrong question very available to the student and treated the student like a peer, which is great. I can really go on and on about other students' experience, but they've all been the same. And one, Douglas, I won't forget him because we have this dinner we take them to just to kind of engage as they wrap up the experience. And Douglas was on a mission. He was like, so listen, how do I get to get a job here? I want to work here. This is the place I want to work. How do we make this happen? And we were sitting there, forks and knives up, like, well, let's just put these down and talk. And how can we shepherd that conversation for him to come and work with us? 
That's so exciting. It must be exciting for you, relatively new to this role, to feel like this is something where people, both the students and existing physicians, can really see it in action today. That's exciting. How's this partnership going to grow? It's 10 years. What's it going to look like 10 years from now? From a long-range goal from the More in Common Alliance, they're going to be seeking accreditation for graduate medical education programs at at least three common spirit health facilities. We don't know what's going to happen in our southern region. I just know that we are the first to have the more high school and medicine students. When you think about just that particular goal alone, where am I going with that? If I rewind just a little bit about the More in Common Alliance partnership, it's going to ensure a minimum of 300 additional underrepresented providers that complete their residency training within the Common Spirit Health families. When you think about, okay, that's the 300. But what happens when we seek the accreditation for the graduate medical education program? Then that's going to be more and more students underrepresented, impacting our whole country. Hopefully they'll stay in the country because uh, some may pursue international experiences. But we're going to have, like, for instance, with the students here, they are doing rotations with emergency department and neurology. We're going to be adding anesthesia and general surgery in the upcoming months. When you think about all of those different pockets of the goal, we are going to really help minority. We're going to help create healthier communities. And hopefully other people will be inspired to create partnerships like this one. This is one of a kind. It sure is. What makes you excited about some of the early success you've had and what CHI Memorial and Common Spirit have learned along the way about being able to take some of those lessons learned and apply it to other large and small scale partnerships to also tackle health equity initiatives? I think I could be transparent with the first lesson learned. There was no playbook, Trevor. It was, this is the partnership. And so the teams came together, teams meaning CHR Memorial and More High School of Medicine teams. We met often and we literally created a playbook for the hospitals to follow. So that was just being transparent of one of the learning curves of having a playbook on there are so many details when it comes to access for the students to come into our space, training. And then for us, we're a faith-based organization. So there's another component. You don't just walk into a regular hospital. This is a faith-based hospital. So those are some other lessons learned. And then who's at the table that who's not at the table that we need to have in this partnership? I guess it was somebody like myself with the community piece where I can connect the students to the community. What does that look like? It's going to be coming up soon. They'll be doing panel conversations. They'll be able to go to our local schools to inspire those students, not just to pursue higher education, but pursue a career in healthcare. So there are so many things that you can take along this particular partnership and even just to continue to find that mentorship that some people may need in healthcare. When it comes to the students and the doctors, they have a sound, strong, qualified, very talented physician that they can connect to. So like, what did I witness last week with the two females that met? It was instantly, do you want my number? Because I want you to have my number. I want you to stay in touch with me. Those are mentorship opportunities. And then I just hate to say it, but I'm going to brag about it. Recruitment. So when people see that you have this partnership at your hospital, who's going to work there? Everybody. 
Who's going to want to reach out and say, how do I get a job there? Everybody. Those are good nuggets to take away, not just as we address health disparities, not as we create a whole new type of partnership. We think that this is a particularly win-win scenario. We're on our seventh round of students. They arrived yesterday, three females from the Morehouse School of Medicine program, and they all were eager to experience what the previous students experienced. And I think the first thing was, I heard about the surgeries. They can teach you how to do surgeries better. Whatever that means, I think it's some kind of surgical something, but they were all eager to experience just as much as the previous students did. Well, that's so exciting. And I'm glad we're recording right after a new group just showed up. Those days must be particularly exciting for you when you sort of see the new recruits walk the halls. That's fun. Nicole, any other pieces of this story that you want to make sure our listeners get to hear as other institutions think about similar types of partnerships to increase both access to training opportunities within their hospitals, to physicians in training of color, and to serve their communities of color? What should other organizations be thinking about? Reach out to us and just have a conversation. I got an email invite, a calendar invite just this morning for, it looks like the next hospital that will get the Morehouse School of Medicine students. And so it's prep time. And I was just, oh my gosh, this is exciting. I say reach out, ask how this works. We can really help you. We want to help you because we're helping our communities when we help each other. And also just have a better understanding of what it's like to not have someone that looks like you providing your care. There are just certain things that if someone just looks like you can offer and how we can make, like for instance, I did a panel conversation a couple of weeks ago and the physician was just saying if people of color just change one thing about their health to improve it, then they'll take their rate of downward spiral from 95% to like 75% if we just change the one thing about ourselves. How much education will it take to inform our communities of color just to do one thing? We see this data every day. And hopefully we're reading our newspapers of information. We have to really begin to do stronger outreach to inform and educate people so that they can be here to see their children graduate and go on and have careers. And this health disparity piece is key for all of that happening once we continue to address that, along with food insecurities. I'm very passionate about food insecurities as well. They're kind of combined with me, but all of us can do something when it comes to this more in a common alliance partnership. All of us can help this have so much success. Nicole, thanks so much for sharing your story and CHI Memorial's story today. I'm usually having conversations with health systems that are a much higher level about lofty ambitions and health equity. It's really fun to hear how one specific program's impacting one team at one hospital. It makes it real. So thanks so much for sharing your personal experience and your experience with this program. I look forward to having you back again to hear more about how this program's going on SG2 Perspectives. Thank you so much, Trevor. It's been a blast talking to you. Thanks so much for listening to SG2 Perspectives. As always, I really value your feedback, input, comments, or ideas for episodes, and you can reach us at sg2perspectives at sg2.com. Additionally, I recommend that you check out some of the other Vizient podcasts, which cover a range of clinical and operational areas. Those can all be found at vizientinc.com backslash podcasts. Thank you.